It's the Rise and Shine Talk Show with Lady C, where we uplift, educate, and motivate. Let's talk about life and faith, ministry, community, and so much more. I am Lady C, your host. Family, be sure to follow, like, and share Rise and Shine with Lady C on Facebook and Instagram. And the Rise and Shine Talk Show is available on podcast. Listen to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, just to name a few. Thank you for joining me weekly on 1580thepraise.com. This episode is dedicated to my sweet cousin, Maria Armstead, affectionately known as Riri. I appreciate and love you to life. You are an amazing woman who lights up the room every time you enter, sending spiritual hugs to you on today. Family, I'm in the studio today. We have none other than Dr. Gerald Jackson. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. So Dr. Jackson earned his bachelor's degree in psychology from the Ohio State University and went on to complete his master's degree in public administration from Central Michigan University. And then he earned his doctorate degree in pharmacy from the University of Findlay in 2011 and became an Ohio State Board certified and registered pharmacist in that same year. Welcome, Dr. Jackson. Welcome. Awesome. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you for having me. What a great opportunity. It's a little windy outside, but man, it's about to get... Interested in here. <laughs> this is where all the fun and, and energy is. Today. Absolutely. Uh, my husband, Bishop Crump, and I had the pleasure of meeting you at our Without Walls uh, community outreach event last year. Great event. And, yes. And that was chared by um, Minister Angie Sanders. Mm-hmm. So shout out to her. So we are just so excited. Um, again, thank you for taking time out of your busy yes. schedule to stop by for an important conversation. So, Dr. Jackson, we want to start off just with a little bit. Dr. Jackson, what is your story that led you to becoming the people's pharmacist? Wow, what a great question. I mean, we could we could dissect this into about two or three segments. But anyway, I'll give you the short version. There's more of a heartfelt version, actually. Um, I'm from Southern Ohio, um, born in Chillicothe or Adena okay. Hospital. So I'm a Southern boy, kind of out of Appalachia. Okay. Uh, grew up in a trailer, you know, kind of a a poverty mindset mm-hmm. you know my dad and mom both worked at mark marietta which is a nuclear power plant my dad was kind of the real life homer simpson wow. he looked at temperature gauges for uranium for many many years he's now retired uh, but then uh you know we we kind of grew up and i went to columbus with my with my mom okay. my mom and dad separated uh so um you know we kind of had that level of, of an experience in yeah. growing up but you know it's still today has made me a better man because both my mom and dad um, made sure that we weren't a part of any type of traumatic experience that yeah. was very, very important to my upbringing that they made sure that we were protected emotionally. Yeah. So I say that to say is if anyone mm-hmm. out there in that type of situation, make sure you protect mm-hmm. the kids. So with that said, yeah. um, born in Chillicothe, lived in Columbus, Ohio most of my life, but really I call myself a country boy with a 2000 twist, <laughs> uh, you know, because like I like the country, I love the woods, yeah. I like, uh, nature. Mm-hmm. I, I like uh, just the, kind of the, the city as well. Yeah. I like all people. Just put yes. it that way. I've been around people who, who are don't have a lot of money, people yeah. in the middle class, people who are rich. I love everybody. Everyone has an energy and I seem to enjoy just picking up on what that energy is. Yes. Uh, so, but at the end of the day, you know, I was able to uh, go to the Ohio State uh-huh. University. My mom <laughs> passed away when I was 18. So that really motivated me yeah. to do a lot of things. Uh, that traumatic experience, I turned that into my joy. 
um, and awesome. just not lived in an experience that was traumatic, but turned it into some, to something that's really propelled me to where I am today. That's awesome. So with that said, um, you know, I graduated from the Ohio State University mm-hmm. with that bachelor's degree, and I took care of my sister uh, at that time because again, wow. we lost our mother. So my grandmother and I helped raise her. So again, kind of became a surrogate dad yeah, and brother all at yeah. the same time, but really that all molded me into mm-hmm. the man that I am. And then once she graduated from high school, I said, Gerald, what do you really want to do yeah. with your life? I'd got that bachelor's degree that had opened up some doorways working for the state of Ohio, but I, I always wanted to help people uh, as a healthcare professional. Yeah. And I, I actually at one point wanted to run for mayor of this city. Really? Oh <laughs> yes, my gosh, I did. Mayor Coleman, he just held that position <laughs> down. Oh, no, man. Love it. He I did. I, my friends actually saved me in their phone for many years as the mayor because I wanted to be the mayor. Wow. But then as I got a master's degree in public administration, that's kind of where why I just I chose public administration because yeah. I wanted to work in uh, public, the public sector and, and government. But then I got the opportunity to go to pharmacy school by meeting mm-hmm. uh, my dean, Dr. Donald Stanislavski. He seen something in me and he said, Gerald, I'd really like for you to consider coming to pharmacy school here at the University of Finley. And that's how that story happened. It re- he really wow. just said, and I just, I, I was just really on a meeting to talk with him about pharmacy school. He said, right. right now we want you in this program. Six years later after that, yeah, six years, guys. Wow. But um, I dropped everything that I was doing and I went to the University of Finley, lived there for five years, spent my last year here just on my rotations. And here I am now, 13 years later. Look at God. <laughs> being a licensed pharmacist, using that as a platform. Yeah. Um, I just want to give back all the uh, education and understanding that I have. Every, I just consider myself a light. I want to be that light every day. Oh my goodness. And Dr. Jackson, you are that light. Thank you. And you know, I was just thinking about how you were sharing about how uh, you were a father figure, you know, to your sister. Yeah. But I hope you realize that you are a father figure to the many people, you know, that um, we look to you yeah. as an example. So thank you, you know, for your example, your yeah. leadership and what you're doing right here in our community. Wow. No, thank you. Yes. So Dr. Jackson, okay. So the accessibility of pharmacies may be overlooked, an overlooked uh, contributor to persistent racial and ethnic disparities, Mm -hmm. you know, in the use of uh, prescription medications and essential healthcare services within urban areas in the U.S. So can you talk a little bit about the racial and economic disparities regarding access, you know, to medication? Absolutely, great question, by the way. So uh, to, to start with that question, we first just acknowledge there are the inequities, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot yeah. of people wanna just admit, think that it just doesn't exist, and it does. Uh, and as far as our communities are mm-hmm. concerned, a lot of that comes from just the fear of going to see a doctor. Wow. And there is where you're gonna potentially get a prescription for medication. So we've had to overcome that fear of seeing that white coat and just being seen. Many mm-hmm. children nowadays aren't even getting wellness visits as a result of just the pandemic. We're starting to see more children uh, being seen by the doctor so right now we need to make sure our children just get a checkup right you Whoa. know just see how well their body is doing just i know we don't know necessarily like a needle but we need to draw your blood just to see how you're doing yeah. right let's get a snapshot yeah. but at, at the end of the day our parents are the leaders and our grandparents mm-hmm. are also leaders and kind of helping us understand why it's important to even be seen by a provider. And we just don't have enough African-American providers out there. 
we're starting to see more CNPs than we are seeing yeah. doctors. So it, the, the, that, the numbers are starting to change in our favor, but a lot of reasons that we don't see a doctor is because they don't look like you and I, and there's just that level of fear and there's yeah. not a level of comfort that we want to share with that person about how what we, what we may experience in terms of pain, in terms of yeah. our blood pressure, because Ooh. then we're gonna have tough conversations about our diet, right? Yeah. Maybe potential, we, we know we have diabetes, what we don't wanna be seen. You mm. know, I, I just had a gentleman, a mom come to me where her son died because he had too much Kool-Aid. He drank a whole pitcher of Kool-Aid and his sugar was off the chart. Didn't even know he was diabetic, went to the hospital and he died My from God. something as simple as Kool-Aid. So I know that this isn't, you know, a feel good story, but this yeah, is reality, reality in the home. So um, there's a lot of things in terms of behavior we need to change in our community. That's why I'm out every day and every conversation I have is important. Mm, you know what, Dr. Jackson? You are right. We got to change the behaviors. Yeah. I know sometimes I see on social media, I'm seeing all the shrimp boils and yep. all the macaroni. <laughs> I'm, and it's to me, it's almost kind of yeah. like it's glorified. It and it's just like, I'm thinking like, oh my God, this yeah. would shoot my cholesterol. 100%. <laughs> Look, when I got married, my at my meal, this is even when I was a pharmacist, I wanted fried chicken, I wanted <laughs> baked beans, potato salads, sweet potatoes, and a roll. That was my meal at my uh, wedding because I just enjoy that meal. But I've learned yeah. um, that, you know, as in a 48, soon to be 49-year-old man, my birthday's okay. April 6th, but um, that, that my body just isn't going to be as healthy and mm. as imbalanced that it can be. And then that potentially could lead to the usage of medication. Yeah. So when I talk to patients or I have to go out and talk to communities, I try to reduce the level of fear about medication. But I most importantly say that healing comes from the inside out, not Ooh, the outside in. That's good. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Dr. Jackson, some of us now I'm, I'm talking to the saints. Y'all hear me. <laughs> I'm talking to the church, church world. Sometimes, you know, we just go to church and you know we're gonna pray we're gonna pray mm -hmm. but we ain't going to the doctor yep. we're not taking medication yes. or we are self medicating can you there talk you about Ooh. Ooh. Oh, the dangers self of self medicating yeah. every and everywhere i turn around everybody got a, mar a marijuana car everybody. i ain't going to talk about yeah. that but what are the dangers of self-medicating well number one you you're really not you're just trying to diagnose a problem on your own right mm. and you know everyone is google certified and whatever <laughs> ailment that they have right so I'm certified. that's part of the inequity here right because we have wow. access to so much information but we both know that we're drowning in information but we just don't have mm. the wisdom right to kind of apply that information so yes uh the, the self-medicating could be extremely harmful because number one you don't necessarily know if you're harming yourself or delaying uh, treatment that is needed that uh, potentially could really get your body back in balance by talking to a healthcare professional. You know, mm -hmm. the, the analogy is always there. You know, if you're going to go on, if you're going to get on a flight, you know, you don't, you yourself aren't going to fly that airplane. You want someone that's a flight flying right. that airplane right. for you. So you, there's just, we got to overcome that we are overly educated or intellectualize everything mm -hmm. and, and have some level of, uh, I guess, trust. Yeah. in that provider and i think that's the issue right now no one trusts anyone mm. you know and i think sometimes we we're around people that are educated mm. and we we almost think that proximity equals intimacy right we un, that yeah. person understands us very well just because they're around us and maybe there's some sort of love there but really you need to see a healthcare professional don't see just your friend that's now doing better than you and then that yeah. become the new model of healthcare for you or and not only you but your children yeah oh my goodness yeah. i'm still stuck on that we aren't even taking our our babies yeah. for wellness checks. Absolutely. And I want to say this. Um, I know sometimes we got to do what we got to do, but the emergency room is not our primary care no. 
Go ahead, Dr. Jackson, school us. No, the emergency room should be just for emergencies, number one. But you, if you have, again, you know, it's that whole, it's the relationship, it's the trust. If we could just establish, if you could just get established with one nurse practitioner or one mm-hmm. doctor that you're comfortable with, you'd be amazed at the level of trust that you begin to have and establish yeah. a rapport and be able to open up with how you're really feeling. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times I think folks just come in and they kind of give us, they tell us what they want us to hear wow. about their health. And then we get the blood work back and say, whoa, man, your, your cholesterol is extremely high you're at 250 300 your triglycerides are at two and 300 potentially causing a heart attack in the next six months Jeez. if these numbers don't change i know we don't like to talk about numbers but sometimes those numbers are extremely important and they're facts right so when we have real data we have real measurements not that your word doesn't matter mm-hmm. but now we have something more definitive mm-hmm. in our toolbox to be able to make clinical decisions but we can't get that clinical decision if you don't come in Oh, my goodness. I have been reading about the increase of colorectal cancer Mm -hmm. in people as young, you know, as their 40s and that um, younger people are now getting geriatric diseases, Mm -hmm. things that would happen perhaps in the 70s or 80s. These some of these diseases are showing up in young people as young as 30 and 40 and 50, you know, so getting those wellness checks. Yes. Prevention care. That's where it all starts. That's why it starts early on as a child when you know yeah. that it's important to go get seen. Oh, I feel good. I don't need to go. Well, by the time, a lot of folks compensate. I say that I use that word compensate mm-hmm. all the time. So you're 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 15, 20 years old, and then all of a sudden at 40, you you you're going downhill. Your A1C for blood sugar is at Jesus. a 10 or 11, and next thing you know, you're needing an insulin pin or you need to go on diabetic medication because you've compensated for all these years mm-hmm. with just eating whatever you wanted. But by the time you get to the uh, the doctor mm-hmm. or the nurse practitioner and explain those symptoms, and then we get results back, you're diabetic. We if you're trending in the wrong direction, and we both we all know what diabetes leads yeah. to. We see the worst cases a lot of times in our community, right? Mm-hmm. We don't just see the beginning stages of it. A lot of times when we see it, it's at the worst stage it mm-hmm. could possibly would be potentially you need dialysis because your kidneys are beginning to fail your blood pressure is so high that you, you you're having constant headaches right you're having a lot of inflammation as a result of just the lack of ability of the blood to just be flowing to areas of areas of the body and extremities wow. that need that critical blood to function normally right we have 50 trillion cells in our body right they all are led by our mind right so mm. we've got to make sure that that mindset changes to be able to lead that 50 trillion in the right direction when you were talking about that 50, okay. So I I read something that you had said about how the sales and community yeah. and the perception yeah. of stress, yeah. how that affects the body. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, human beings have one of the largest, what they call prefrontal cortexes of the entire animal kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. The next most emotional being on this planet is a dolphin, right? That wow. just tells you how emotional dolphins are. But if we think of, if we stay in a kind of a, a past present way of thinking, mm-hmm. we can cause just stress hormones to be released daily just by thinking about things. That's why you can be at Disney World and because your prefrontal cortex is so strong, you can think about a traumatic event in Disney World and begin to have an emotional breakdown, right? If you think a lion is chasing you, your body will react like a lion is chasing you, right? So you have to understand your thoughts are extremely powerful, not just Mm. because you've heard something about meditation on YouTube, your thoughts are really just that powerful. Wow! Oh Lord, DJ Mike, the doc. There is a doctor in the yeah. house on today. <laughs>
That is But just powerful. like those thoughts can harm you, you can have yes. good thoughts that will yes. heal you. That's called yes. neuroplasticity. You can replace those yes. same experiences with more meaningful experiences, more positive, mm. positive experiences. And the next thing you know, you're living a life that you didn't even know you could live. Wow. Yeah. That is We powerful. are all beings of light, right? Yes. Powerful. So, Dr. Jackson, I got I to gotta talk about this. <laughs> so, I see a billion and 511 medication commercials mm-hmm. every night on the news dr jackson they got even jingles and i'll yeah. be singing some of, i could sing a couple other jingles <laughs> right now <laughs> i think everybody's heard of zempic and munjaro yes, by now right? I, oh. <laughs> right so we are now going to the doctors yeah. telling the doctors what to request uh, whew, what in the world has happened are we over medicated what's going on well, we're, the health healthcare industry is losing control Mm-hmm. And we're doing that because there are third parties out there, meaning the insurance companies. Mm-hmm. There are pharmacy benefit managers that are out there inflating pr- the cost of medication. Okay. And really, we're losing a lot of faith in healthcare mm-hmm. as a whole. And it's up to people like me and other a lot of my other colleagues to try to restore that faith. Yeah. So when you can go into the doctor and say, look, I'm not even a diabetic, but I want Ozempic, right? And doctors My will prescribe God. it because it has been, don't get me wrong, it has been effective in uh, improving weight loss. Number one, it suppresses appetite. Two, it slows down digestion so you feel fuller longer, right? So it's not a bad drug, but if you're not a diabetic, you better make sure you understand what your blood sugar is Ooh. because it potentially for a healthy person can drop your, your blood sugar to a, a very unhealthy level. And all of a sudden, sure, you've lost weight, but you're fatigued and can't function normally mm. in your normal day-to-day activity. So you mean to tell me that reading is fundamental. So we need to start (laughs) reading the side effects just because somebody else is taking it. It's working for them. Doesn't mean it's going to work for me. 100%. And you need to talk to your pharmacist or your doctor. Now, doctors, you know, they're struggling. A lot of their Medicare reimbursements is being cut. Medicaid's not reimbursing in the same way. So you go to your family practitioner Mm -hmm. and you want to be seen. Sometimes that line is blurred a little bit, whether it's going to be good for the patient versus great for the patient mm-hmm. potentially versus making a few dollars in in a weight loss program mm-hmm. right and it's okay to as long as you are being monitored by your physician but a lot of these folks once they get their first prescription or second prescription we don't see them again wow and that we don't even know what the outcome is and let's just be honest here if we're just going to focus on diet and our weight loss for a second diet and exercise are equally as important as getting yeah. those epic Oh, right. <laughs> yes, and then the people who need the medication can't even get right. it. Can't it's even a supply get and demand it. issue. Yes, I have just never seen anything yes. like this. Me neither. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm with you. Wow. Yes, it's hard. For, it, we are starting to see the supply meet the demand now. So you know, the good news is, if a patient does need mm-hmm. it, I can order it for you. Mm-hmm. But you, when you talk to Doctor Jackson, you're going to get a real consultation. When That's you meet good. with my nurse practitioner, you're going to get a real consultation. We're going to explain to you why, how the drug is going to work, and what to expect if you experience the side effects. What they are. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good because side effects are real. I know one time I was looking at taking medication. You know, I was like, well, I'm gonna work on getting snatched, Doctor Jackson. <laughs> Well, you know what? We're going to tell the truth and shame the devil. Yeah, absolutely. So I went to read and I said, oh my, it said like homicidal, (laughs) suicidal, (laughs) like major depression. I was like, oh, this is not going to work for me. I, well, I didn't throw it in the trash, but I was like, I will not. So we have to be advocates for ourselves and really understand what it is that we are putting in our body because some of this medication 
it can mess you up. And especially if you have predispositions predispositions to other things, Absolutely. mental health, different things like that, you got to know what you're doing. Well, predisposition starts with genetic variants. My liver and your liver are completely two That's different good. livers. So a lot of drugs that are metabolized by the liver are going to be metabolized differently for you and I. That's awesome. That is awesome. So Dr. Jackson, as you know, representation matters. <clears throat> for many, you are the first pharmacist of color that many may encounter. And it's so important to be able to connect and have a relationship with your local pharmacist regarding medication needs. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about just how important, you know, we go to, you know, some of the major chains yes. and, you know, we see the white coats, but, you know, but they really don't, they don't know. They don't know. Yeah. Okay, this is Sharice Crump coming in Absolutely. here to pick up her. Talk yeah. about the the importance of, you know, being able to have some type of connection yes. with your pharmacist. When you are going to take a medication orally, it is going to alter your biochemistry. Mm -hmm. So you need to have extreme trust in me. And in order to gain that trust from you, I better be relatable to who you are and what you are, no matter race, creed, gender, or anything else. So That's I good. take pride in making sure, especially if it's the first time you've taken that prescription, to come up to you and meet and greet you personally and say, hi, my name's Dr. Jackson. This is a medication you're getting for the first time. Do you have any questions? Even if they say no. <laughs> some do <laughs> because they're ready to go. I say, give me a second here because I want to make sure you leave right. informed. You are getting ready right. to alter your biochemistry, Ooh. not who you are, right? We're going to put something in your body to change you, hopefully to get you back in balance in a much better way. But you need to understand that. Don't just do it because I, as a white coat, gave it to you or your yeah. doctor gave it to you. Make sure you ask the question. And even if you leave, please call me back. If you didn't think of the question right there uh, in the moment, call me when you think of it. Wow, that is awesome. This is a great segue. So tell us about Doctor's Pharmacy oh, yeah. downtown <laughs> and what can you offer? Talk to us, Dr. Jackson. Look, when you come to Doctor's Pharmacy downtown, we do treat you like family. We're not just someone we're exchanging uh, money for a prescription mm -hmm. or you're just picking up a prescription and we hope that you continue to come back every month for that prescription. Mm -hmm. If I don't see improvement in you, if I'm giving you a mood medication, then what am I doing? Mm -hmm. So that doesn't mean we got to have a conversation about your life story from month to month. Right. But I do, I am going to ask you, how do you think this medication is working for you? An mm -hmm. open-ended question. And I will take the time to answer that question. You're not going to be rushed out of my yeah. pharmacy. You're not going to even look... Even if I look like I'm busy, I will take my whatever whatever I'm doing and mm -hmm. make sure that I take that moment to talk with you mm -hmm. because that's how important you are to me. I look, money comes and goes, yes, but people do, do not. That's so good. I want to establish a relationship with you. Mm -hmm. When you come into my pharmacy, you're going to get someone that looks you in the eye and genuinely will provide a response that you can hopefully understand yeah. and you can take away with you when you do take that blood pressure medication or that mood medication that. This is, there's a reason for it. I don't want people to be to come in depressed and you so depressed that you figure out a reason to overcome the medication yeah. that I'm giving because people can do that. If you want to mm. stay depressed, you will. Oh, that's good. That's good. So, Dr. Jackson, where are you located? Where is your pharmacist uh, pharmacy located at? Yeah, so great question. So, it, it, everything was planned out. You know, we are at 270 South Grant. I actually used to be Dr. George Barnett's old office. Okay. So, um, that's kind of where we are. We're right next to Donato's, and you see the, the McDonald's and the Donato's. Yes. There's a building right next to us. Mm -hmm. That is us, right? We're okay. at 270 South Grant. There's plenty of parking, so you don't have to worry about parking. That's a question I get all the time. And again, we're centrally located, so we offer delivery to you. A lot of my patients just lack a accessibility that's mm -hmm. one of the things that we talked about a minute ago yeah. how do we you know 
figure out a ways to get rid of these inequities. Just something as simple as transportation is difficult for wow. folks in 2023. Wow. But anyway, we're going to get your medication out to you okay. uh, via delivery at no charge. Look, I work for a lot of the competitors. Wow. I won't name them by name, okay. but we're going to do it for free. Uh, just because, and you know, look, it's not always about money for whatever, yeah. when, I, when I do things for money, it's not fun. Yeah, And, you know, running a pharmacy is not easy, but I do it because I enjoy it. And I feel like I am making an impact. That's what gets me motivated every single day. Awesome. So what are your hours at the pharmacy? Uh, nine, to, nine to six, Monday through Friday. And okay. on Saturdays, we're open nine to one. But I'm here today. So all those yeah. folks trying to get here today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll be there shortly. But, you know, it. I promise, you know, all the phone calls are forwarded to me. So even when I'm not there, every look, every patient at my pharmacy gets my personal cell phone number. Really? Because if you have a, if, if you have a doctor, you should have access to your doctor, right? Oh, that's good. When you have medication with me, you should have access to me in case you needed something, right? That's awesome. Or maybe you're in the hospital. Maybe they mm-hmm. need to get a hold of me. Maybe they need to do a reconciliation of what you're on. I'm available to you. And number one, when you talk with me as your pharmacist, again, the first thing you're going to hear is inside out. That's how healing occurs. Mm-hmm. Everything in this pharmacy, every drug on this shelf mm-hmm. is an external aid to get you back in balance. And that's how we're going to approach you, you getting better. That's awesome. Okay, so now I got to ask you this. Y'all take Medicaid? <laughs> <laughs> You we, know where I'm going. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Medicaid, so, Medicare, private insurance. Yes. So I credentialed the pharmacy when okay. I opened it. So we are credentialed with everyone. There aren't too many plans, unless it's out of state, okay. that we don't take. And you know what? Even if for whatever reason you didn't, I'm going to give you the best price that I can give you uh, for whatever that medication may be. Awesome. Okay. So let's just say I live in Licking County. Mm-hmm. I'm in Reynoldsburg, Pickerington, Canal, or all the way in Grove City mm-hmm. or right, right around the corner free delivery free delivery so we'll mail if, if you are kind of uh, outside of 270 we may mm-hmm. consider mailing okay. but there are some patients that i will travel just a little uh, outside of franklin county to get you your medication but at that point we may start talking about shipping the medication to you via oh FedEx. my goodness that is awesome family you have to connect with dr gerald jackson the yes. people's pharmacist Absolutely. i'm telling you oh my goodness dr jackson can you talk about just a little bit um what are the challenges that you as a pharmacist are seeing in the black community what are we, where are we struggling at with you know understanding and medication where, where are you seeing those gaps where where are we just kind of we just missing it well i i think that access to medication is sometimes uh an issue you know Again, many pay, we I've paid for Ubers for people to come pick, wow. if, if just to get seen to be able to get medication. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of times it's just not being seen. Not being seen. Not being seen. A lot of folks come in after not being seen. They And some some providers, providers are, are aging, right? They're getting older, right? Mm-hmm. You don't really have your mom and pop practices as much as you used to anymore, yeah. right? So you gotta go to this big, uh, you know, I don't wanna name name, like yeah, how, you know, just a bigger, you. larger, larger mm-hmm. place. And no, People don't want to take an elevator to get to their doctor. They just want to be able to walk in to a, a, something that they feel comfortable yeah, to. The moment they start yeah. going to these larger institutions, mm-hmm. and there's you know some of these uh, doctors just kind of rotate. You never yeah. see the same doctor. Yeah. That becomes this uncomfortable feeling, and it kind of drives that uh, level of distrust again. Wow. So I think we have to figure out a way mm-hmm. to remove the the veil of not trusting your provider. Mm-hmm. And it starts with people like me going out and talking to those meeting meeting yeah. people where they're at now. CVS is actually implementing a plan where doctors are going to be going to homes more. And I think as a result of the pandemic, uh, that that's kind of where that idea was born. We're going to figure out a way to come to you. We just need to have that initial conversation and it be open once we get to you. I I don't want you just to tell me what you think I want to hear or your blood pressure is fine. No, if if it's not fine, let's talk about it. Let's figure out a way. You should be able to live a 
long, healthy life. Whatever the life expectancy is, you yeah. should exceed that by 10 Amen. years if you got me in your life. Come on. Now. Listen, family, y'all got to get in contact with Dr. <laughs> Gerald Jackson. Listen, we're wrapping up, but I got to ask you. Yeah. What's going on in the school system? Oh, Representation matters. Gracious, yes. How, what are we doing with this generation, Dr. Jackson? Well, that's a good question. And the tough part of this generation is we have, they want everything explained to them. Mm. And what I mean by that is when you ask them to do something, they want to know why. And even if you give them one why, they want to know the next why and the next mm -hmm. why and the next why. Mm -hmm. And our generation was just not raised to do that. So it yeah. becomes this disconnect between us and them sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we also have to understand that they are their own individual, right? Yeah. They have exposure to a lot my of goodness. information mm, right mm, good mm, bad mm, you know you, you name it right we can we can debate what that is but we need to meet them where they are that's good it can't just be dr jackson's way or can't be your way yeah. it can't even just be mom and dad's yeah. ironclad way yeah. i would tell parents not to say that there can't be discipline involved but mm -hmm. put the sword down Ooh, don't fight good. with them anymore Ooh, that's it's good. time to stop fighting Ooh. you got to be able to connect with them you know he was he has one eye will be filled with light right mm. and that's where we got to go to them we can't just do anything physical punishments or you know all these things are important sometimes yeah. but we got to meet them where they are oh that's good meet them and that doesn't and does that mean that you're giving them power no you just have to change the way you're you're yes. what the way you think about it yeah if you yeah. if you want them to succeed or if, yeah. if not then we're going to have more trauma more yeah. incidents that you know they we grow up and we we create more division and we continue mm -hmm. to be in a cycle that harms our communities mm -hmm. dr jackson tell the people again where are you located doctor's pharmacy downtown where are you located all right guys so if you're in the downtown area and if you just want to stop in and have a conversation look we can we can fill prescriptions for you but man we want to just have a conversation yeah. with you we're at 270 south grant avenue about a block and a half away from grant medical center we just want to meet you it's not about money earning money off yeah. of you you are going to be joining a family someone that truly cares again yeah. about how well you're doing if you want to just come and talk well, look i don't give relationship advice <laughs> but anything else you want to talk about <laughs> i want to talk with you about we just may pray about the relationship <laughs> but everything else you know we're going to try to satisfy what you need in every way we can and make you feel like uh, you're not just a normal person coming in you're someone that you bring this bringing an energy into our pharmacy in my pharmacy yes. and we're going to yes. give that energy back that is awesome. Pastors, clergy, I do believe Dr. Jackson is available for speaking engagements. Yeah. Listen, whatever you're having a health fair, get Dr. Jackson on the yeah. line. I'm telling you, because he's coming, he's, he's going to give it to us straight. And that's exactly um, what we need. Please connect with Dr. Gerald Jackson at Doctors Pharmacy Downtown. Dr. Jackson is here to help you on your health and wellness journey. Kind, compassionate, and professional staff, the Pharmacy Doctors Trust. Dr. Gerald Jackson. Can I give you my the, phone number for Yes, go right ahead. Hey, and real quick, for anyone that just wants to give us a call, it's 614-706-2345. Again, that phone number is 614-706-2345. There's no time that we won't take your call. Even if it's late in the middle of the night, we'll figure out a way to get to you the next day. Dr. Gerald Jackson. Yes. The people. <laughs> The people, always the people's always. pharmacists get in contact. Yes. Thank you so much no, for joining for me today. Me. Oh my goodness, I'm your host, Lady C. Remember, with God, all things are possible. You have purpose, and it's time to rise and shine. Mm. Join me weekly right here on 1580thepraise.com. Absolutely. <laughs>